0: She is sure, she is true, she is strong, she is strong, she is true, she is true. She is brave, she is bold, she is she is you, she is sure, she is true, she is strong, she is she is true, she is true. She is brave, she is brave, she is bold, she is bold, she is you. Hello everyone, and
1: welcome to Ordinary People Extraordinary Lives. My name is Jeanette Paxia. And we are happy you have joined us on Word of Mom Radio today. If you've heard any of my shows, you know that my sole purpose is to make sure that others live the life that they want to live. The life that makes them happy because life really is too short to live unhappily. I also started the show Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives when I was a nurse on the floor. And I realized we all have stories. I worked with a lot of veterans, and they talked about their stories, and I loved listening to them, but I also realized that many of them die before they can share the stories with others. You don't have to be a star or somebody that everyone knows in order to have a story. We all have them, and I want to make sure to get those stories out there. My guest today, Anne-Marie Talley, I met her a few weeks ago at the Ultimate Speak-Off Competition in Las Vegas, where we both competed on stage. I feel like I connected with her immediately. We just have this connection. We have a lot in common, our missions to help others. Also, it was one of the first times she spoke on stage, and I was amazed. You couldn't tell. She seemed like a natural and someone who's done this many times, and I cannot wait to see all the great things she's going to do. Trust me when I say you're going to love what she has to share today. Welcome, Anne-Marie. I'm so happy to have you on the show today.
2: Thank you for having me on, Jeanette. I am so excited to share my story and to be on, you know, be a part of your your community. I really do feel like we connected on a deeper level when we met at the Ultimate Speaker Competition.
1: Can you tell us a little bit about what you do? I know many of my questions don't focus on business, but you do have a business. You have a podcast. You have a lot of things going on. I believe you have an event coming up. The event may have passed by the time people hear this, but tell us a little bit about what you do.
2: Yes. So I am an artist. I am the owner and founder of Native Self-Care Labs and Spaces. I help leaders and organizations to leverage the power of human touch, collaboration, and creativity to build better workspaces. And my upcoming event is an actual, my very first kinetic art exhibition which will be featuring paintings being themes, driven by your senses.
1: I did see some of your artwork as you were speaking a couple of weeks ago. I can't believe it was a couple of weeks now, probably almost a month at this point. I would like to talk to you a little bit about your younger self, your 12-year-old self. If you could go back today and give your 12-year-old advice,
2: what would that be? If I could go back today and give my 12-year-old self some advice, it would be that everything is going to work out and take a lot more deep breaths and relax, no matter what is going on around us or around me. When I was 12 years old, I felt like the world was chaotic. It was a transition period. I had experienced traumas in my life already, and becoming a teenager was... (laughs) Oh, it was difficult living in a different country, uh, coming from Jamaica, and trying to navigate the spaces of being a grown-up or growing up. So I would say, for my 12-year-old self, to take your time and breathe and relax and open up to those that care about you around you. Be more open.
1: I speak a lot in, in my speeches about just breathing and taking a moment and reminding yourself, even if you have to set alarms to breathe. Because we don't often take those deep breaths. And no matter what you are doing or what you're going through, if you pause and breathe, even before you answer somebody, just take a moment to breathe. I think that's a great piece of advice. When you were 12, were you living in Jamaica or in the United States?
2: I was living in Jamaica.
1: You were in Jamaica. Yeah, I was in high school at that time. So very yeah. different, I'm sure, from what we, we experience. I've been to Jamaica. I love it and I, I I would love to go back. So I imagine even coming here was a huge change. Yes. And I did mention in the beginning veterans. So when I was when I was on Nurse on the floor, I did deal with a lot of veterans and the speaking competition that we did a couple of weeks ago and it was with Christophe was a veterans edition. So we honored veterans um the nonprofit that we supported was uh, for oral care for veterans. And you yourself are a veteran, so I do want to thank you for your service, too. I do not want to gloss over that. Appreciate what you've done. I don't know if you want to say anything about that as far as a story or an experience that you can share with our audience. I'm sure you have many stories from that. But does anything call to your heart that you feel like you need to share from being
2: a veteran? Yes. Being a veteran. Leaving my country and coming to America, I really wanted to get a, a more broad and full experience of being a resident of the United states and I decided to join the army when I was when, when I finished college so i I learned a lot about camaraderie and having family outside of blood and I also learned that there are lots more experiences that can either keep us up or drag us all the way back down depending on how we choose to face that information or those experiences and being a veteran and getting the kind of exists within our communities just within our individual communities uh, for example here in Las Vegas is huge and being a part of the taking part in the ultimate speaker competition really opened me up to a whole different level and portion of what it's like to be a veteran within our community and learning about the experiences of veterans that have left the services or even you, when I learned about your story with your father and how close you were with him and how uh, the military supported your family and how it's continually supporting more multiple families within our communities, within our nation and even around the world. So this, for me, Being a veteran really brought it home for me, being Jamaican and just engaging within the culture of what it is to be American.
1: I learned a lot from that event about veterans. I mean, yes, my father uh, was in the Army, served in the Army, and always been proud of that. My father-in-law also served in the Army. The things that I learned from everyone there was amazing. We also heard from, people call him Ghost. There's a place called the Leatherneck Club in Las Vegas that we were able to go to. He sponsored the event. What an amazing person. I cannot wait to take my husband to see a club. If you're ever in Las Vegas, you need to go there. Yeah. It's like a museum. There's a set of stairs that mentions every war up to, I believe, Iraq. Um, there's m- memorabilia from war- all the wars. There's people's names. It's just an amazing place to go. And I the things that I
2: learned
1: I absolutely like I wanted to take I think they should like do a movie there or something I wanted to take pictures all over the place I told my husband we have to go there we just have to so I mean but there was people that shared on stage their stories on what they've been through and I can't say enough about how much I appreciate those who serve the country I mean we're here and we're free because of what you you all have done I myself did not I almost did go in the army but I did not enlist probably (laughs) Good for all those who I would be protecting, but uh, I do appreciate everything. As a citizen, that done.
2: you do serve still as a I, citizen outside, and you yes. you take your role very seriously. You are my Wonder Woman.
1: Oh, thank you! For those of you who do not know, I do dress as Wonder Woman when I speak, uh, connecting to your inner superhero. And I know that I speak on bullying. I know I'm sure that in the service, there's also bullying. So we can serve. I can serve in that way. That's the way I'm called to serve and will continue to serve. I think you may have already kind of mentioned this, but let's ask anyways. Mm -hmm. What is one of your accomplishments that you feel that you have completed, one of your top accomplishments, and maybe some obstacles that you had to overcome that?
2: You know, I feel like one of my favorite accomplishments that I've had so far is when I got out of my own way and entered into very, my very first arts competition. <laughs> so let's, we can go back to the point that I am actually a finger painter. When I say I'm an artist, I'm a finger painter. So most of my paintings, I take my time creating my images with my hands in a very tactile manner. And I created a painting that I called Portrait 17 and entered it into the Southern Nevada Created Arts Competition in 2022, and it was the very first one, as I said. And I almost didn't enter. I almost did not enter. I almost tossed myself out of it, and I did not. And I entered, and I won. Wow, see? I won in two different categories. The two categories that I entered in, I won in for fine arts and acrylic and creating a whole new category for finger painting opening an opportunity for other veterans to express themselves in another form, art form, through finger painting and for expressing their emotional selves and having others like the community being able to see their art and see their emotions on canvas. But that's one of my very favorite accomplishments that I've done. I that I would and I did and it was the second award I've ever gotten for art since I left high school, which was in 2003.
1: That's a a a huge accomplishment. In addition, I'm using your fingers. I'm sure brings another form into this media of of art because you're not using a brush. You have, you don't have that separation between the paints. I can imagine like, I love gardening and digging in the dirt. Like I would rather not wear gloves because I want to feel the dirt and I want to feel the plants as I plant them and, even the mud even though i like to be clean but i love playing around in the dirt and i feel like that touching the paint does something else for you and then creating yes. that way and it's i saw what you did is absolutely beautiful i imagine that it couldn't have been easy and then you got over your fear and, and went ahead and entered is yes. that something that you'd say you're proud of that few people know about or is there something else that you would highlight as being proud of that few people know about that
2: few people know about Mm, that few people know about. I'm not really sure. Not really There's sure about something what in the think service about. that you
1: did that you never shared with people. You also are a mother. Maybe something with that. Is there something that you, you know, I like to highlight things that people don't know about you. You're going to end up coming up with something. We're going to we're going to take yeah. a second, and and, and you're going to end up coming up with something. But we are going to take a quick break and say thank you to our sponsors. And we'll be right back on Word of Mom Radio.
3: She is brave. She is bold. She is you. And we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win. And
1: Silenced Voices has been working diligently in Ghana, Sierra Leone, Rwanda, and the USA to combat domestic violence, sexual abuse, and human trafficking. We currently have over 50 young girls on a wait list in Sierra Leone to go through a vocational training program to get them off the streets and out of harm's way. We have gifted over $33,000 to U.S. survivors and are looking for volunteers and donors to help us continue our cause. Please visit us at www.unsilencedvoices.org. Again, unsilencedvoices.org for more information.
3: Are you experiencing insomnia, brain fog, hot flashes, mood swings, and more? These are many of the symptoms women experience on a daily basis affecting the health of their brain and increasing the risk for dementias like Alzheimer's disease down the road. A healthy lifestyle can make a big difference for the health of the brain, but Brain Love Health took it further and created an innovative nutritional supplement, especially for women, to support us through this transitional time while also promoting better sleep and long-term brain health. Don't wait any longer to help your brain age well. Why let it deteriorate? The health of your brain is in your hands. To begin protecting it today, visit Health. Dot com. That's B-R-A-I-N-L-O-V-E-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com. Don't let the name fool you. Stadiumbags.com is not just for sports fans. Our clear bags make it easier for you to get into any venue that you go to. And in today's world where we are so concerned about germs, the materials that our bags are made with are strong enough to Stand up to the solvents that you can use to clean your bag so you know you come home safely so check out stadiumbags.com you'll see why we are the clear choice because safety it's in the bag
1: we are here with Anne marie talley and we are talking with her about some of the things that she's experienced some of her stories we are also talking about her experiences on things that would surprise people. And that's something we could come back to because Emory's thinking about that as we're going to move forward. What's your favorite, you've been a lot of places, obviously you're, you're not from the United States, although you live here now, what's your favorite place that you've ever been or lived?
2: Favorite place I've been or lived. I'm going to say my favorite place that I've been is my home in Jamaica. And a lot of people really aren't surprised by that. And that makes sense. However, I haven't really been anywhere else like the island of Jamaica. And we are, our, our culture is so rich with our music, our dance, our artistry, theater, and just how we continually, continually strive and choose to rise above any kind of obstacles that could hold us back from achieving our goals. And that is something I carry with me every single day, reminding myself that I I do come from greatness.
1: Yes, you do. I I do have
2: that kind of legacy behind me. Even in my own family that I learned about, uh, as you said, people don't know about, came to my mind. Something that people don't know about is what my uncle told me about who I'm actually related to and why I'm so drawn to the creative outlet. I actually am related to their name's Elliot, I Remember, but I am related to their artists. They influenced uh, their music, influenced uh, Bob Marley's music, and it's something I don't tell people about a lot, which is why it's so hard for me to recall it. But I'm gonna recall. That's okay. It. We'll add it um, in, the,
1: in your bio when you can think if you think of it later.
2: Yes, we'll, we'll that do her. that.
1: We'll cut it her in the in the bio. And I, and I bio. thought that
2: was really interesting that he said that. Because I was, I was doubting my, my ability to express myself and to be well received from others around me. And that gave me hope and knowing that that's the one reason why art really exists. Number one reason is for the simple facts that we get to express ourselves. And I got to express myself and what I'm feeling and how I feel about my surroundings, right? Whether or not it's good or bad, creating a space that open Space that's welcoming to our stories, and that's one of the things I brought from home to America. And what I work to share with my audience is the safe spaces for self-expression, regardless of feeling like there's a stigma. When there's art, yes. there's less of a stigma because we get to be open about our stories as well as what we feel that's coming from the art So we all get a chance to share.
1: From what I've seen of your art, you. Definitely should be sharing it, but I also think I used to be great at art when I was young and drawing, and I love art. I love being creative. Obviously, I'm on stage. I do a lot of things, but I even though I'm part of a nonprofit that, that offers art, I sometimes don't want to share my art because I'm ashamed that it's not of the quality of like you know a professional artist. But I think when we're in this safe space and we're creating, it doesn't matter if you're a quote unquote artist, or it's good to anybody besides yourself. It's using it to create it and express something. It's, it is therapy. It's therapeutic. Mm-hmm. And I I don't think it matters. If, I'm not going to be entering my art into anything, but that's okay. It's exactly. for me. And it's for me to use it to create and express and as therapy for myself. So I think exactly. getting over that when you're creating art and with the people that you work with, I'm assuming you don't expect them to be, you know, these, Everyone to be this professional artist, or you know, it doesn't have to look like anything in particular. It's for them to express in it, and all of it is okay.
2: It is, as a matter of fact, my slogan for my workshops is no higher creative or artistic experience or even sight is required for these workshops. These workshops that I these art and what the unboxing experiences that I host are specifically for the purpose of expressing and transferring and transforming your emotions and your feelings right onto the canvas. If you choose, and if you choose to share your work outside of the workshop and even enter art competition or sell it, that is definitely up to you. However, the first original purpose of being in one of, in one of my workshops is really to just release and relax with yourself first. First and foremost is to interact with yourself first and then share outside of yourself with the group and then let the group support you. I didn't Anything even know that. I that? didn't know
1: that was your slogan. <laughs> I just, I felt like I needed to say that because I I want people to not be afraid to express themselves and use that as an outlet. And I don't want them to be stopped because they're not, you know,
2: professional artists. And I had that feeling. I think maybe I should share my first experience when I started finger painting because I one of the reasons why I started finger painting is because I held that same expectation of myself. It was very unrealistic of me to put that kind of pressure on myself about whether or not my artwork is beautiful. When I started, I wasn't trying to sell art. I was simply doing it for the therapeutic purposes of it, but I was being highly critical. And when I discovered finger painting, and realizing that I didn't need to be that critical because finger painting is it's as simple as you can make it or as, as exquisite or as technical as you want it. And that really is based on your thought process and what you want for yourself. So when I discovered finger painting, it was a way for me to let go in the best kind of way. And over time my artwork just became better and better and better. And then I decided, okay, I would show my art and I would sell some art and I would enter competition. The point is express yourself, release yourself. Phones need time to charge or laptops need time to charge. We plug in our TV so we can work them. Human beings, we need an outlet. And the art and butter unboxing experience, these events are for your release expressing yourself and as well plugging into your community of support.
1: I love that, that we all need that time to recharge. You don't even, yeah, I usually don't think of it that way, but definitely, I mean, I have a morning routine. I recharge every, I try to recharge every day or set myself up, but I've never thought of it that way. Would you say that discovery of that was your defining moment in your life where you had to make a choice? Or is there another moment in your life where it was just really institutional in in defining other things in your life? It's that one moment. Would you say that the art was that or is there another moment
2: in your life that you would like to share? There are two meeting points for me. The defining moment was, I'm a former addictions counselor. One thing I didn't say when we started, I am a former addictions counselor. When I separated from the service, I went into addictions counseling and I had a hard time emotionally and maintaining myself mentally and physically. I took work home every single day, and it was very hard on myself and my family. And one of the ways I found to express those feelings, when I couldn't say it outright to the individuals around me and my support system, I let my feelings go on canvas, and I fingerprinted And the moment I did that, I realized that I could have, I could give myself another elevated opportunity to mix my love for mental health care with art in the simplest form, like how babies do it, finger painting, because of the results I got from doing, being in the act of actual finger painting and what happened after I completed the painting, what my response was, seeing my painting and what others' responses were from seeing my paintings as well. And when they learned the story of how I used this process and this technique and my artwork to really reinforce the sides of myself that I love so much, I realized I wanted to offer that opportunity and create that space for others as well, working in public services that are going through burnout and compassion fatigue and are just exhausted and would like to let go off those heavy feelings and actually process them. And art is a great way to process those kinds of emotions. So I left counseling to pursue my artistic endeavors and career in finger painting and creating workshops for that exact reason. So I want to say it's more like a a meeting of two professions and Mm -hmm. making one big, great one. Choosing to leave the profession that you've studied
1: for and done for many years is hard for many of us. And I do believe that, you know, a lot of times our parents or other generations would be grandfathered into a job and they would stay there 40 years, right? My father stayed in the same company for 45 years, where now I've changed careers a few times, but every one of those careers and everything I've done has been a part of what I'm doing now. It was a learning experience that I took from that. And I always follow my intuition and it's not always easy to leave, but following your intuition and knowing that this is not only the best thing for you, but the best way you can serve and maybe connect to your sole purpose. That doesn't mean what you were doing before didn't mean anything. I'm sure that you take that information now and use it. But that's often hard and a very big defining moment in your life. I'm going to leave the career that I've done, that I've studied for, that I've done for years, and now I'm going to pursue helping others through art, right? That's a huge yeah. defining moment in your life. And not always easy to make that decision. So I'm glad that you've done that because I do it was think not it's not easy. easy. It's not easy. <laughs> it and was it's not a great future easy. for you. You're going to help so many people that way. I'm also in medical, as you know, and I know what people have gone through and addiction counseling cannot be easy, but you, those people that are helping others through that don't often help themselves. So exactly. now you're here to support those also that are helping others. So you're going to touch way more lives By helping those that are helping others than just yourself supporting.
2: Exactly. Exactly. I I think
1: that's great. But that defining moment is huge in your life. We're getting towards wrapping up here. So what advice do you have to help our audience live extraordinary lives?
2: Do not. The advice I would give to anyone that wants to live their extraordinary lives, be open to your intuition. Trust your gut. You know what you love. And instead of finding more reasons to create more barriers to what you desire for yourself, open that door and see what's behind the door. If you don't like what you see, change it. You have a choice. That's what I would. Say. You and I are aligned
1: on many of our, our things that we talk about. I love that. We are gonna have the information on how to contact Anne Marie in her bio. Is there any is there a quick side or something you wanna give? people or share with people because I'd love for them to contact you and work with you to help themselves and yes. people
2: yes thank you so much if you'd like to learn more about my artwork and my projects many kinetic art projects that I have going on with the community you can contact me at art and that's w-w dot art and butter
1: and again we'll have it in in your bio Thank you so much for being here with me, Anne-Marie. I'm so happy that we did connect. And like I said, I think we're going to be doing a lot of great things together. So you'll see the two of us together in the future. I also want to thank everyone for listening. I appreciate the audience and those who take time to listen to us. Thank you so much for staying around for a few minutes of coaching. Anne-Marie mentioned that she almost did not enter her artwork in the competition because she was scared. Letting fear hold you back can stop you from so many great things. So fear fantasized experiences appearing real. In other words, you're putting something in your future that has not happened yet and you're stopping yourself from doing something because of that fear. What have you let fear hold you back from doing? Stop and work through the fear. You can do it. Move forward and go ahead and try it because You never know what great things are going to come from it. Again, fear, fantasized experiences appearing real. Please don't let fear stop you. Thank you for listening to the show again. My name is Jeanette Paxia, and I look forward to you hearing many, many shows in the future. We are going to close out the show today with our theme song from Smith Sisters, Bluegrass. So on behalf of everyone here at Word of Mom Radio, this is Jeanette Paxia saying make it a beautiful day be super and be grateful thank you everyone
0: she is sure he is sure she is strong he is strong